Good morning, everybody. My name is Colin, and I'm the COE, the chief of everything over here at New Scooters for Less. And this is the WHOA GNV podcast. Ty, what is up, my man? What's up, man? How are we doing this summer? I am ready? super excited for this. Um, I, I don't know if I told you or not. I uh, started doing a little bit of research on the, <laughs> the WHOA podcast. Did I did we I tell you some, this uh, yet? Copycats. <laughs> uh, I uh, I was like, you know what? If we're gonna call this the WHOA podcast, maybe I should go and buy the domain for that. And um, it belongs to some horse podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so I was off to a bad start already. Um, so I'm now calling it the WHOA GNV podcast, so people know it comes from this epic city of Gainesville. I like it. All right, but I wasn't sure if I had informed you that it's been an entire week since I've seen you. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it's like the uh, France.com thing going on. Have you seen that? No, I have not. France is trying to steal France.com from a from a guy who He's runs France.com. Trying to France. steal it? Yeah. <laughs> they took it. That's They like literally said yeah, they give took it, it to they us. They said it's going to go to France.fr now. Well, there you go. That's yeah. uh, that's your morning news clip with, there you go. with Ty. Um, guys, we have a couple of really, really special guests with us today, and I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. So how about Brooke, you go first. Hi, I'm Brooke Newell, and I am the owner of Addison McKenzie Boutique. We are an online clothing boutique for busy women. I am a mom of two children, and as most moms, I do not have time to go to Target or the mall or to even shower more or less. <laughs> so so um, I had the idea of bringing um, affordable clothes to your fingertips. So we started about two years ago, and I always try to ship quickly, and and it's lots of fun, so can't wait to chat with you more. Yeah, this is cool. I'm so excited to get into this story. And Natel, how about you? Hey, um, my name is Natel. I run Natel Draw Stuff, which is also an online store um, specializing in small accessories like enamel pins, stickers. Um, a lot of them are based on my illustrations. So I guess my business is my illustrations that, it, that are then kind of incorporated into different merchandise. So little tiny wearable pieces of art that people can buy. Very cool. Hey, so the one thing that I always like to start with is everybody's origin story, right? So how <laughs> you even like got to this point. Uh, how long has it been for each of you? This would be three years for me. Three years, yeah. okay. This coming August will be three. Okay, so, so what started it all? I, um, my background is in elementary education, so I taught third grade for eight years, and then I was a curriculum resource teacher at Meadowbrook Elementary School. So um, I have a passion for children. I also, um, I just love kids. But um, as my children got older, I realized um, I wanted to be home with my children. I was really blessed growing up um, with parents who were also entrepreneurs, so they were able to take me to school, pick me up from school. They were always at my activities. So I knew I wanted to do something that had a little more flexibility. Being a teacher is a flexible job. And um, however, I was in the administration track, so I would not have seen my children as much as I wanted to. So a part of the reason was I wanted a flexible schedule to be there for my family. And then the other part is my husband thinks I have a shopping problem. Um, <laughs> I, no my, I might have to agree. Sometimes he takes my card off of Amazon 
although I know the number so I can put it right back on, but um, <laughs> he laughs because we always have Amazon packages. But um, I just enjoy shopping. I've always liked shopping. It's something my mom and I have always done growing up together. And I just felt that a lot of times I would go into stores and clothes would be too expensive or my husband wouldn't want me to buy such an expensive shirt to wear just a few times. So I started doing some research and I wanted to be able to offer affordable, cute clothes that would make women feel um, good, feel good about themselves and want to um, get dressed for the day. And then as I started doing research, I realized I really love my children, but I don't enjoy taking um, at that time a newborn baby and um, a four-year-old to anywhere (laughs) to Publix to the mall so I thought why not do this online Um, I could do it from home I could ship quickly and I would still be able to be with my children and you would get your clothes quickly so that's pretty much it awesome oh well (laughs) for me I feel like I just kind of fell into this business like I don't know um, if how many of you know that I'm not actually originally from Gainesville. I've only been here like a little bit over three years. We moved here from New Zealand um, because my husband was offered a job at UF, which I feel like you know many people come to <laughs> Gainesville for UF. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I didn't have an art background. I came from. A cell biology background and I spent you know years in a research lab and art had always been kind of like a side hobby I'd sold jewelry back in New Zealand I'd had a little Etsy shop making stuff um, and when we moved here I started volunteering in the same lab that my husband was in uh, on track to becoming an actual play- paid technician and one day I kind of looked around and thought maybe maybe I could do something more with what I'm illustrating. Uh, And so I opened up another Etsy shop and things just kind of started snowballing from there. I think when I started social media more seriously, I found the world of all these, you know, amazing new products like enamel pins that kind of gained popularity in a short amount of time. And I was like, I can try putting my art on these small things. And then it, it just took off. Like the business started from something that was greeting cards and handmade macrame plant hangers <laughs> and shrink plastic jewelry because that was, you know, I like crafting a lot. And then it just ended up being something that was more. And I hope that it would continue. I don't. A lot more. Yeah. A right? lot I more. <laughs> so this was the thing that fascinated me when, when Ty was like, I've got the perfect person to bring on. Oh, God. And I mean, and he's just like describing you to me and then sharing your Instagram account with me. And, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl has 83,000 I just hired her. Dude, like, she followers. doesn't know, but you, she's now hired. Well, hey, like, Ty is exaggerating. This is very much a small business. I'll give you all the passwords to Instagram. <laughs> Which is great. Like this, this is what I don't think people understand about like what we're trying to do here. If you guys don't know each other until this point, right? No, yeah. 
So yeah, like if, if if an opportunity comes to bring two people who are very creative in their own rights together yeah. and have a new like friendship come out of it that might help each of each of their businesses, mm-hmm. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, for sure. So like and not only that, but I mean we're trying to obviously highlight people who have been doing special things in Gainesville. Um Brooke, I know that you're moving and we'll get into that a little bit, but <laughs> um and that's really not her choice, so to speak. Um but but the truth is, like you've still been in Gainesville for a long time and been building this business here, which is incredible. So I, I want to dive into more a little bit about that. But when I found out, I'm like, okay, we have somebody here who is just epic at Instagram. <laughs> Ty is epic in his own right. I mean, he's got how many now? Twenty four thousand. Yeah, twenty four. You're 24, hired too. <laughs> yeah. Twenty four thousand. You can play 000. this podcast if you run my Instagram. <laughs> and then. And then when I like heard of Brooke, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just got, we got to get all these people in the same room because this is just incredible. And, and, and just so you guys know, just to kind of bring a little bit of background to, to why we've gotten to this point, I'm laying in bed with my wife who's on her phone and she's like, she's scrolling, she's listening to this young lady sell clothes on Facebook, okay? And I'm like, what are you watching? <laughs> and she's like, oh, Addison McKenzie Boutique is live. And I'm like, well, what does that even mean? <laughs> and, and then so I look over and I see Brooke on you know, Facebook living to a private group, right? It's private or closed um, on Facebook. And, and then I see pe- comment after comment, I see like 42 people that are live tuned in at that exact moment comment after comment after comment of, I'll take that one, I'll take that one, I'll take that one. I'm like, oh my gosh, like what, like what is happening right now? This is the world of social media that we've created. <laughs> and uh, I was just really, really fascinated by it. So uh, Brooke, if you don't mind, like could you just describe the process a little bit of, of your because I, I know you have an online website too, but right. like the Facebook Live thing is super, super intriguing to me. Okay. And just that process, how you got into that process, like why that process, I guess, is the question that I'm asking and curious about. All right, so um, I do this basically by myself. Um, My mom helps with all the legal tax work and everything, but as I said earlier, I do have two kids, and so it is very um, time-consuming to be able to ship the inventory I have, put it on the website. I mean, it just takes a lot of time. So after doing some research, um, there are other, there's thousands of boutiques, but um, I just was looking, and a lot of people were doing these Facebook Lives, and I thought, hey, this is a good way to get people to see the clothes without taking pictures of models. Um, It gives them the opportunity if they want me to try it on or um, any friends that are over or interns so they can see it on an actual person. And it's just the interactive part of a community. I've tried to base um, the Facebook group on me actually caring for the people, so I try to serve them before I sell them. I feel like a lot of these people have actually become my friends. I was actually at a party um, two weeks ago, um, our nanny's graduation party, and a girl came up to me, Courtney, and was like, I feel like I know you. And I'm like, I know you too. And she's like, I shop all the time. I'm like, I do know you. (laughs) So um, I think that's the main part of the community. A lot of people will post pictures of themselves to give other people ideas about what to wear. Um, And then also it is, um, it's funny, you were watching (laughs) 
with your wife because someone else texted my husband literally the other day from Indiana. We met them on a cruise and he was like, I'm trying to watch this baseball game, but my wife is watching the BSN or something. And my husband was like, what is the BSN? And she was, he was like, oh, the Brooks Shopping Network. Like, I'm just trying to watch TV and she hasn't muted. But it's fun and it's exhausting, but it's rewarding. And I love um, just being able to help women. It's dangerous because I'm laying in bed and my wife is like, commenting on a thread saying, I'll take that one. And I'm like, it's amazing. <laughs> she got a really cute tank last night. So where do you source the clothes from? So my mom and I go to market throughout the year and yep. there's different ones all over the United States. So they have them um, in LA, Dallas, Atlanta. I usually go to Atlanta because it's easy to fly out okay. of Orlando. I mean, yeah, I fly out of Gainesville, but. And just cool. a, from my perspective, I was fascinated because it's very well organized. Thanks. You are, I, I mean, I mean, it's it's live. I mean, like if, I, if I'm being completely honest, like I don't like doing live stuff. I prefer Snapchat and these other platforms and video because I'm like, okay, well I can edit that or I can hit the X because I didn't like it and I can do it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm that guy, I, like, yeah. pref- I don't really prefer to go live. Now I've done it plenty of times, but don't prefer to go live. But it was just fascinating how organized it was because she had, like each piece was numbered, right? It's like numbered he on the hanger. He started watching recently. <laughs> okay, so this hasn't always been the I case. haven't done lives for that long, so this is a new thing. I would say probably in the past two months. But okay. So the tags, this is probably like the fourth time I've used them, just because people used to say blue shirt, and so many people are commenting, then the point of the live got exhausting again because I would have to rewatch it, and people mm. would say, I commented first, I commented. Mm. So now, for example, last night, I had four people there watching, and I have to tell them it's whatever we see first on our screen just because of the internet, but the tags do help. So if I'm holding up a shirt, I'll say this is number one, we have two smalls, two mediums, two larges, and then they would comment. And then do the people off to the side, like Then they would write it down. Back. So I have a sheet that says um, the item and then how many sizes, and then they write their names. And then when they all left last night around midnight, then I um, laid everything out and I invoiced. And then once those are paid today, then I will try to ship them today or tomorrow. Okay, so are you going live from a computer in front of you and then somebody's like messaging on the phone? Or no, how, so what's the process? Like, I what's credit that? how cute I look at 8.30 at night because of this ring light. Everyone should buy one. They really <laughs> should get one in here. I'd look better right now. <laughs> so it's like a ring light stand and my cell phone hooks into it. So I go live from my oh. cell phone and then they all have computers at them. So I should do a live on the live. Like show everybody. Yeah. So So you're, they're commenting from the computer. So somebody's pretending to be me. But they know it's not me because clearly I'm talking. But then people still text you during it. I'm like, hey, you know my phone's up there. (laughs) So she's commenting back, yes. And then sometimes people don't know if they get it until after. How many? Okay, so sorry, I'm just super fascinated. So last night I would say there were probably about 50 people watching at a time. But this morning when I checked, over 1,000 people have already seen it. How many sales come after the fact, at like a rewatching? A rewatch, a yeah. lot will come, um, especially last night, my cell phone died. Don't ever let your cell phone die. <laughs> um, during the middle, so I'm sure when I turn my phone on after this, people will be commenting and then they're still sharing it. So that's the value of social media because I don't delete the video. Some people would go back and delete it right after, but the power of sharing, mm. um, I mean, they'll continue to share it and then people will watch it. And I'm fascinated by that, and you both do this extremely well because I was looking at you guys in each of your own right, so to speak, and um, the engagement is incredible. 
Um, how important is that? Because, I mean, even talking about last night, you're saying you comment this and, and we'll like, you have a wheel in the back that you're spinning <laughs> yeah. and different, you know, how important is the engagement and what other things do you do to keep the comments, the getting, getting the people to share? Because that's, that's the virality of it for you, right? Like people share and it's like, oh, what's going on? People come in and they shop and my wife buys clothes. <laughs> for me, again, um, any boutique is going to sell the clothes that I sell. Most of them, I would say it's going to be more expensive um, just because I try to do pricing as well. But the main thing is I want people to shop because it's me. Like you like me as a person. You like what my brand stands for. You like the fact that I'm a mom and I want to take care of my family and then also take care of you. Um, I write handwritten notes in every... Um, um, UCE. We call that the ultimate customer experience. <laughs> I like it, I like it. Um, I write handwritten notes. I try to take notes about customers. Um, I sold $15,000 last month, which was a lot for just myself. And so it's getting to the point that I need to hire help, but um, I don't wanna stop the customer service. Um, I try to be really honest with people. Last night, someone commented on a dress and I just knew it wouldn't fit and she wouldn't like the style. So um, afterwards, I privately messaged her and I said, hey, I don't think you're gonna really like that style. I think you would like this one instead. And then she wrote back and said, oh, thank you. I appreciate your honesty. Like I would have been really upset if I got that and didn't know. So I think that's also a great thing about the group is um, being able to help people and get to know them so they don't have to worry about going to the store and trying it on or feeling weird asking somebody they don't know. And I keep everything private too. So, um, well, not private, like you're in a live, you're in a group, but um, if you have questions about sizes and stuff, that of course goes through Messenger or a lot of people have my cell phone number now. <laughs> I'm like your personal shopper, I should So I mean, you're really that. building authentic relationships with the people in the group. Yes, I actually have one customer in Panama City who I've just fallen in love with and she got engaged and so I actually mailed her um, like an engagement shirt and she knows what's going on with my family so she actually texted me two days ago and was like, I know you're leaving your tribe, but I'm praying for you and you have people in Panama City. So my husband says I don't need any more friends, but now I feel like I have like, I think there's almost 4,000 people in the group right now. So I feel like, okay, I don't have 4,000 friends, but I would say that most of those people are my friends now. Very cool. Natal, how, how important is the engagement to what uh, you're doing? I completely agree with Brooke in that there's, there's this rapport that you build with your audience that hopefully turn into customers, but also, you know, that the fact that you have this kind of personal connection with the people that like your stuff, because you know we're not we're not Forever Twenty One or <laughs> Nordstrom, where there's like this kind of wall behind. What we might be that big one day. Yeah, maybe. That's our goal. But the idea is to still, rem you know, like have that kind of connection with your audience to build the relationship. And anything that is organic engagement is is very important to a small business. Is that how you got to eighty three thousand followers? I, I like would, seriously. I want to know how you yeah, got to eighty three thousand followers. I hope that all of them are organic. I mean, I know on I'm not sure if this is what Facebook is like. Also, I know Facebook recently bought Instagram, um, but on Instagram you get things like bots where um, that they would give you fake followers and fake likes 
uh, just to boost your what your uh, I guess image might be um, and I don't I don't really like doing things like that like right. I would like to know that whoever is following me is actually someone that likes my stuff and wants to tell people about my stuff well I can say from somebody who is deep into social media and you can comment way better on this because yeah. you're an Instagram genius as well uh, I like surrounding myself with social media <laughs> geniuses because I'm super passionate about social media. Um, I mean, you can tell when somebody has fake followers, so to speak, right? Because, the engagement because the engagement is super, is super low. low. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, you make. Sometimes I feel like I'm on my phone too much because I make the point of reading as many comments as possible, answering questions, and then you know, answering direct messages and emails and yeah. So where do you find the time? Because that's the one thing that everybody's <laughs> gonna say, oh, I don't have the time to do that. I mean, it's just true. Like everybody's saying, like, I, don't, I don't have the time. And I'm like, well, I have the same amount of hours as you do, so. Yeah, I think I think you just make the time, right? Like, you know, some sometimes you might be in a meeting and you can't look at your phone for a few hours, but then after the meeting, you can come out and just quickly scroll through. Uh, one of one of the downsides of Instagram is that you only get a certain number of, of notifications before it cuts off. Mm. So sometimes I find myself going back posts that I made a few weeks ago, and there would be new comments that I never would have seen, and I'll say, you know, I'm so sorry I missed this, and and here is your answer. You know, something to keep keep the person going. Hey, I'm actually being heard, and you know they feel this. I guess it. I don't, maybe not a sense of importance, but at least that they, what they say is being, you know, is being heard by someone. They want to feel like they matter. That, yeah, that they that's have a voice say, in what yeah. you're doing. I couldn't call um, Nordstrom and say, hey, I need a black dress. Could right. you help me out? But literally, my hairdresser was like, I have an event. Like, could you be on the lookout? So yeah. I went and purchased a quantity of black dresses. Hopefully she's gonna buy one. I haven't, I haven't told her. I haven't she told her will. I have. She will. <laughs> but it's just that. Or someone was like, "Hey, I have a wedding on St. Patrick's Day. Can you keep your eye out?" Or I'm getting married. But knowing that you're gonna take the time and try to find that. Or hey, I want like yeah. this piece of artwork drawn. Can you make it into a necklace for my niece? Like, yeah. I don't think you can get that at a big um, department store just because of the quantity of work that they're doing but I think people want to have a voice like when I go to market while I'm there I'm like hey what styles are you looking for here's a picture of this girl is this a dress that you like um I do a lot of polls would you so I don't lose money would you like to wear beanies or would you like a scarf in the winter it doesn't get cold very much in Florida but would you buy it because <laughs> no. most of my market right now is in Florida yeah and, and help me change it's that. true what Brooke says is that you you end up making a lot of friends and a lot of connections through social media. And it's it's fun when people send you, send you like, I know it's your birthday, and so I sent you a tiny gift, and I'm like, oh my gosh. It's, yeah, it's a good feeling. It's all UCE stuff, you guys hear this? <laughs> There's other people in the room, and like when I hear, I was sending, sending people stuff on their birthday, like the, the wow moments. It's, my it's, birthday it's is so February fun. 7th. I mean, guys, it's the reason why like, it's called the WHOA, it's for the whoa moments. Like we always talking about that, that wow factor. Like that for me, that's our number one core value here is to create and recreate the ultimate customer experience. And, mm -hmm. and that's why it's exciting to have other people who are doing that because it just proves my philosophy that it builds those relationships. It builds a long, it has a more, a long-term purpose versus short-term capital, right? Um, so it's exciting to have people in the room who have that same philosophy. Question for you, Natal. How many times are you posting 
each day? I aim to post once a day on Instagram. Currently, I'm doing two because uh, I <laughs> naively decided to take up the 100-day project, um, which was basically just doing one creative thing a day and then posting about it on Instagram and using the hashtag, the 100-day project. So I've just been, so that's, that's two until, <laughs> until July. <laughs> um, and then solidly, at least, once a day and also doing daily stories. So Instagram recently implemented stories which are sort of like Snapchat and what Facebook is doing, those short 24-hour you know, videos or images that appears right at the top of your audience's feed. Because sometimes when somebody follows a lot of people, depending on the amount of engagement they do with that account, if they drop engagement, then slowly your post gets buried deep down in the feed and it doesn't get seen. So stories is another way for you to uh, grab someone's attention. And also it's fun, like you can do little pieces of your life, like look at my house plants because I have way too many <laughs> house plants. Here's a picture of my cat, something that that they can relate to as well in real life. Do you have a scientific method in your head? Like I'm doing, I'm doing five <laughs> no. stories uh, no. a day, or no. is it just completely random? No, it is completely. I would like to say that I've mastered Google SEO and all of this amazing market. No, I. Everything is a huge learning curve. It's just, yeah, it's just how I started. In your stories, um, you're obviously using the the sell, the sell now or the buy now. Features. Yeah, I love that it's, new feature. That link yeah, feature amazing. is great. Yeah, yeah. we've had can... a tremendous amount of success. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Um, I know for our past collaborations, we didn't have that feature, so yeah. I'm excited when we do our next and thing to see. And the fact that you can tag accounts now on yeah. stories, and people can just tap on on the account name that you've typed in, and they can go straight to that account. That's that's a whole new level of, of exposure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You have so you have the shop feature activated, is that what you're talking about? She has about? the link feature too, where you can yeah. swipe up and you could go right to a pin or a tote bag because or whatever. Because she has so and many followers. <laughs> yeah. You have to have like no, no, the no, blue no, no. check. But there's, also, but there's right? also a new feature where you can have a shop now thing right. in, embedded in your in post, which too. I don't have. For me to be able to do that, I need to link my Facebook, I need to make a Facebook shop, put all of my, my my items in that Facebook shop and link them together mm. with my Instagram, which okay. I have yet to take the time to do. I'm helping with somebody else with that, so if you need help with it, let me know. Is, do you, oh, is your website awesome. a Shopify site? It is Shopify, it's, yeah. It's not that difficult. In fact, Joanna can help you. Awesome. Um, it's, I think it's critical. Yeah. And, and we, I mean, we, I ha really we have like it for, for new scooters for less. I mean, yeah. and it's not, it's for like the little scooter mugs and stuff that we sell. We can't sell scooters that way because it's, the items have to be shippable. Right. Um, so like, but it wasn't that difficult and I think it's huge. Okay. And Definitely I think, it, talk I think to it'd be really, really big for I know, too. Cool. I know, I'm working on the Instagram. One of our interns is working on that. I was doing really well at Instagram and then the live kicked off and it's just me. But um, I do try to post um, more engagement in the actual group. My mom jokes one night I did a live and I had no makeup on, I was tired. My mom was like, you look terrible. Like, you, like why did you do that? Like you really, you would sell more if you like got dressed and put on your, I'm like, mom, like this is me, I'm tired. Like, 
I have makeup on today, but um, I think people actually like that because they're like, oh, you are a real mom. You're doing this at your house. Your kids are asleep. Mm. One night my dog yeah. was like running back and forth. So um, <laughs> I would watch it for the Santa dog. Santa brought us a puppy. <laughs> oh, do you dog oh, sit? No. <laughs> um, but I try to post um, at least once or twice in the group and then once on the actual Facebook page. Right now I'm trying to encourage people in the notes to go to the Facebook page and write a review just because you never know what Mark Zuckerberg's going to be up to. So I'm trying to um, not put all my eggs in one basket to speak. Yeah, I would. I was actually fascinated because as I was, I was doing my research, right? Like I'm, I was seriously super fascinated by this Facebook Live thing, and then I'm, and then I'm like, well, I wonder what she's doing on Instagram. And then I go and I saw that there wasn't really a lot of engagement. I'm like, oh, I think she's missing an opportunity here. So we're gonna like put her in the room with somebody who has eighty three thousand followers on Instagram. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You know, like see if some magic happens. But no, I would not, as a social media, you know. Fan. I'm about to be big. I just hired three people. One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I would definitely Four. encourage you to do that. Um, I would say the one thing that uh, really impressed me about Natel is we we met before we ran this music festival at High Dive in like August last year or September. I think it was. Last uh, it was year, yes. Yeah, Trueville, which was like a music, art, food truck yeah. thing we did all day. And I saw, I don't know how I saw it. Um, I must have been just checking out Gainesville's location Instagram. And I saw these pins and I was like, wow, these are amazing. And I go and she's got, I don't know how many followers you had back then, maybe 60 or 50 or some ridiculous amount. And I DM'd her and I was like, hey, we're throwing this thing. We'd love to have you set up your booth at our at our festival. She DMs me back like the next day and two weeks later we have the festival and her booth in real life at these like festivals she goes to is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's so well put together. I mean, it's all her own stuff, but it looks perfect. And I've seen her at First Magnitude and these other bigger festivals where there's 50, 60 vendors. And when you talk about like that UCE, like she's, she's got it on the Instagram side and then also in real life on the booth like side. Retail, literally. Uh, it's, it's amazing and it comes through um, you know, on both sides, which I think is, is special because there's some people that are really good at one thing and they're not good at the other, but she's really, really talented at kind of giving you the experience in real life as well as online. Um, how and, often, I'm sorry, how often are you doing those setups? Oh, I I used to do them quite a lot um, a couple of years ago, and I've I've scaled back a bit because the online shop's been doing really well. But I tr I aim to do big shows, definitely um, like the Christmas time. Those are mm. those are usually when when I would get really serious about doing. Yeah, doing and you'd say that's kind of how it popped originally. Yeah. you meet these other vendors. Yeah. You did. You'd done so many collaborations too with other right. pin shops, people you'd almost yeah. think you'd be competing with, but right. they don't compete really, they collaborate. Yeah. And the one thing that I love about her business model, and we talked about this last week, was she's a model where she creates something she really likes, she can sell it and make some money, but she also does you know, these fundraisers for you know all sorts of different things, and she can speak on that more where She's making a little bit of money. She's giving money away to a foundation or whatever. And it's a really good way for some of these nonprofits to look at making some money, even locally. You know, I think all of the nonprofits locally could 
do something maybe with Natel if she's not too busy. I hope I don't put her on blast <laughs> for that. But uh, it's a really cool thing. I think people, uh, you can add it to your hat. It's a little bit of a different strategy to, to make some money and to fundraise. And she's already proved it out. Um, and if you want to talk on that a little bit, Natel, if, like who you've collaborated with, maybe locally if anyone knows, and then some of the foundations that are most near to you. Okay. Um, I know on your Instagram they call you the manatee lady, so or you call yourself <laughs> yeah, the manatee lady. So <laughs> yeah, I just love manatees too much. I think is there such a thing as loving manatees? I don't think too so. Much? <laughs> I want to go swim with them. Oh yeah, kayaking with manatees. Um, so I. I've worked with a few um, nonprofits. It actually started with me just going, I really love um, what animal shelters do and rescue shelters. And so I'm like, um, I, I base my, my prices so that there is enough that I can actually make a living and also give back to what the community does. And so it started with, you know, um, local rescues like Helping Hands and, um, Puppy Hill Farm, which is out in, oh gosh, it's east of Gainesville somewhere. Um, and then, you know, some of the my followers would be uh, would be volunteers at different organizations or working for different nonprofit organizations. And some of them would email and say, "Hey, I I volunteer with the Endangered Wolf Center that's up in Missouri, and you know." It would be cool if we did pins or designed something, and mm. and that's how that that gets uh, going. And currently, I'm working with uh, one of the butterfly groups at Florida Museum. They do a lot of conservation work um, f and breeding programs for the Miami blue butterfly, which is an endangered butterfly native to Florida. Um, and we're we're working on like a series of of pins to help kind of bring awareness to to these to these um, animals and and hopefully kind of keep the donations going by doing like a whole project of, of stuff and also you know it kind of gets people um, more aware about the group in Florida Museum because maybe a lot of people that go to the museum don't know that there are research groups doing conservation work as well and they're not just there for the exhibits uh, yeah so that's that's how. Yeah, it really helps tell the full the full story. <laughs> I mean, I really like it. We did a collaboration. We've done two. We did a Beat Irma t-shirts last year when Irma came in and affected, you know, we thought it was going to affect Gainesville more than it did. And it did somewhat, but we were able to raise, it wasn't that much money. It was like almost 500 bucks. And we gave it away to a few different organizations through our t-shirts that yeah. Nattel designed for free. Um, we gave all the profits away. It was it was awesome, and it was just a quick way to kind of show, hey, you know, different people in town can put something together really quick. We actually put it together before the hurricane even struck, um, knowing that it was going to probably be bad. And it's just a it's just a cool thing to be able to think that way and get things done um, for all different sides of industries. Um, she, it's we're lucky to have her in Gainesville, and I'm sure we'll do some more collaborations between you guys and her, us and her, you know, Brooke and her. It'll be fun. Are you guys being asked a lot to use that influence to, you know, highlight nonprofits or other organizations? Absolutely, we're we're messaged all the time, almost 
in a way where I feel bad sometimes because we can't make can't it just it. a mouthpiece for things. But we definitely try to do as much as we can, especially in the stories. Um, I always tell people, if you'll send me some assets, you tell me a little bit of information, you know, I'll throw it up on the story. Because um, that doesn't like mess up the authenticity as much of the account. Yeah, and just, you know, you don't want to play favorites. So, you know, there's right. so many amazing organizations and, and some of these. all hitting you up. And there's, <laughs> you know, in April and October, there's a hundred different events. You know, there's everything going on at once. You know, so if you got four awesome things on a weekend, you can't post four times. Gotcha. But the stories, you can kind of tell that story and and at least get, you know, if someone's interested in it, they can swipe up and, and uh, see more. Where is the swipe up feature activated? What number of? Followers, I you think know? fifteen thousand, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, right. better get busy. Yeah, not, not everybody has that. Yeah, oh, I don't have okay. that. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Gotta get working today. Why would they do something <laughs> like that though? To I don't make know. Money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> I have a just another question in regards to like consistency and how important consistency has been. Like, do you do the show every Tuesday night or is Every that... Wednesday, so I okay. did it last night just because we have a lot going on, but um, we'll do another one tonight. But I, my goal is that you think it's like, I mean, I love This Is Us. Now my show's kinda at the same time. But I want people to be like, oh, hey, Brooke's on. Like, I'm not gonna go to dinner on Wednesday. It sounds silly, but like, sometimes I don't show the clothes until Wednesday night. So it's like, hey, it's your time. You're a mom or you're a girl and you're just laying in bed and maybe your husband's getting a sneak peek of what he's about to buy you. But um, (laughs) it's just like your time. You don't have to get dressed. You don't have to go to the mall. You can have your girlfriends over. so I think the time is consistent. We were actually traveling recently and I told my mom that I did an injustice to myself because I didn't do it on Wednesday night. So even if I'm traveling, I feel like I should still do it. I should still get on and say, hey, like I'm out of town, but these are some new things that we have or train someone else who in my place could do a live video, but that can still relate to my target market, which is moms um, or young women, mostly moms. What about you, Nutella? What's the, I mean, how important is consistency to your account? Oh, yeah, I, I, I strive to maintain like a brand image. Would you, would you, is that what you, you're kind of getting at with consistency? Like, well, I mean, I mean, aside from posting daily and. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely being consistent, right? Yeah. That daily post, that's what's creating the engagement and you're, yeah. and you're creating that, that following through that. I mean, I, I, I guess I just constantly see business owners who are like, actually I just wrote an article about this in a local magazine, a business magazine, um, talking about talking about our vlog and everything. And I said, you know, there's so many business owners that go, you know what, that Instagram thing, that's important. I should be doing that. Yeah. And they do it for two months, <laughs> three months, <laughs> and then they and then they stop. And it's usually the same. It's usually the same. Uh, Things like, oh, I just didn't have enough time or I couldn't keep up with it. But the biggest one that I always hear is, I didn't see the results. Yeah. I didn't see, I didn't, I didn't get anything from it. And they think it's gonna happen after two months. But from what I've learned through social media is that it takes three years. It, it, it takes, takes a, a long, long time. time and it's not, yeah. it's daily, yeah. right? Daily. Um, so I guess that's what like I was just kind of curious about was, you know, how much do you focus on it? Like, is there focus on consistency? Is it every Wednesday night or is it just, you know, now it's just habit and it's as you go. It, it has become a habit for me now. Yeah. Yeah. The amount of times that I, I 
constantly check to make sure that I've answered all of the comments. And, and um, one of the things in the pen community is that you can trade pins with mm. other designers and a way to get exposure is when people share your pins with on their account and one of the co definitely consistently through since I started um, the business is always reposting other people's stuff and everybody kind of works together to get the engagement that you're hoping to get. I agree with that yeah. completely. Even in my group, um, I had a friend, Carly, she owns like embroidery things. She was like, hey, can I donate a gift card and put it on your spin wheel? So I gave her a shout out and then she's going to get some business. Or sometimes I'm like, hey, if you're local and you want me to give a shout out or you wanna come on and do, um, two or three weeks ago, Kara Winslow's a local makeup artist. I did a, um, I didn't sell anything until after because sometimes I people just want content. They don't want salesy, salesy, salesy. Mm -hmm. So um, most of my, well, all of my shoppers, most of them are women. And so we did a makeup tutorial and hundreds of people watched it and shared it. And then she got business from it. So I'm helping her and then she's helping me. And like what you mentioned, even I've reached out to other boutique owners um, that I've met online and yeah. it's just a community. I don't think... Yeah. If you find someone that's not willing to help, you don't really want their help anyways. And especially if you have your target market, um, a lady in Texas is helping me and the style of clothes in Texas and her target market is completely older than me. It's for plus size women. So mm -hmm. she has no harm in helping me. So she's yeah. been a great mentor. She's not charging me. It's fabulous. Um, she's an older mom. She's like, I see what you want to do to help your family. You want to be there. Um, this is what's worked for me. So I think if you're opening a business, you should um, make the time to be a people person. Sometimes I'm so busy. My husband's like, hey, you got to like stop and like build those relationships. So right now my goal is there's a lot of people in the group, but I need to focus on my return customers and why they're coming back yeah. because I need more customers like them. Like, why did you shop at Adam Sim and Kenzie? Why did you like it? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things in the future. Like, why does Shannon watch the video? Why does she like it? Why does she want to buy from me instead of Kohl's or Well, now she else. gets a notification. It says Addison McKenzie Boutique is live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because... Go to it. Ultimately, where we're in is, is like quite a niche market, right? Like, the more we can help each other is, is what makes it work. So those collab collaborations are super, super key. Yeah. It's the summary. Yeah. Now, you were talking about the little boutique or the little, like, setups that you do out on the spot offer a great customer experience now i know that's something that you do as well right, right, right. how important has that been for you when i first started it was extremely important um just to get your word out in the community and just like you i did a lot and i still do a lot of um charity work i did something with the humane society we did an event at swamp head i did a christmas event um with united way so since i'm not shipping those products i offer those um, nonprofits 20 percent back of the sales so they actually end up doing really well and then most of those customers continue to shop 
Um, and then also now that I've grown, a lot of business owners will reach out to me. Um, this Saturday, we're having an event at um, Bar Forte off of 39th Avenue. And so she just messaged me and then randomly we have friends together. No, Bryn's literally my neighbor. Really? Right, right across <laughs> so, the street. see, Gainesville's small. I've been here 14 years, I love it. But, um, and that's great, they're women, they're already going to a class and it gives them, since it's all online, the chance to try clothes on. So then once they see these are real clothes that you would get at an actual brick and mortar store, instead you just get the convenience of shopping at home. And then once they meet me and see I'm so nice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my husband's just kind of closed the door on random people stopping by my house. So, has that become a problem? <laughs> no, I mean it's just the people I meet and I become my friends. And he's like, you know them. I'm like, well, they're just stopping real quick to try something on. I don't want to miss the sale. They have like an event tomorrow. <laughs> he's like, didn't they know they had the event? I'm like, I don't know. Just giving them a cute dress. <laughs> How, how much has uh, technology been a challenge for you? Because I noticed last night there was like <laughs> Wi-Fi issues. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's just shared bandwidth. You were like telling Kyle, Kyle, stop watching know. the game or whatever he was doing. Well, my husband's a financial planner, so we don't have cable. We, we like to save money. It's good. Everyone should save money, invest your money <laughs> so you can retire one day and buy cute clothes. But, um, yeah, something's up with my internet. But I think that is important. My cell phone died yesterday. I always, like you say, I'm always answering comments. I'm always replying to people. I'm always messaging people. And sometimes that's um, not a harm, but I've enabled people to know that I get right back to them. So if I'm not right away, they're like, oh my gosh, what happened? But um, yeah, you should definitely make sure your phone's not gonna die during a live video. But everybody came back on, which is great. I mean, now there's two clips and people are sharing both. So. <laughs> worked out but yeah. no um and there's a lot to learn like i said my i am not a marketing major i am not a business major my master's is in ed leadership my i love kids but i love fashion too so this has been a huge year of learning in two years and so now i'm at the point that i've stuck with it i haven't slept for two years i've given up a lot of um family time friend time sleep time um that now that we are, I mean, we've been successful, but now that we're continuing to grow, I need to take the next step forward into hiring experts because I'm not an expert. I'm just a people person and I like clothes and I like talking to people and making them happy, so. What's well, the best way to grow your brand? Always, that will never change. Um, Can't do it all on your own, so get help. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard on your own. Like, once you get to a certain stage, I think you realize that how much an extra pair of hands actually make. Do you have extra help? No, or, it's, it's, no just it's just me. you right now? Yeah, yeah. Do you and have children? No, I do not. Oh, you should yeah. get help before you have children. <laughs> <laughs> and you should not have it. I, my passion was tutoring kids when I stopped teaching. So I was tutoring this whole year, 15 hours a week, um, once I got my kids. So that's why I would not sleep. So then I would work after, but I, it took a lot, but in January, I um, stopped tutoring 11 of those hours. Um, so it freed up some of my time, but I'm still it's hard super to impressed do it. that you're doing <laughs> it's this. It's hard to do it all. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm struggling right now, but. So, yeah. so what's next? Like, what is the, what does the future oh look for each of you guys? Like, you know, where do you see your businesses in 12 months? Where do you see them in five years? Like. Just what is what is Nettel, that? Vision? What have you not made that you want to make? <laughs> yeah, well, because you um, just added socks. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm order some today. I'm super excited about working with um, the tea shop 
which is a local a local husband and wife duo. I put an order Gainesville. in with them yesterday for some yeah, stuff. They're, they're great. They are so great. I went to watch them do some screen printing of some of my designs. So we're we're putting out a pilot collection of just four different um, four designs. Um, and that's hopefully coming out in July. But I mean, I have this you know rich fantasy life that the business will grow to an extent where I can open up a store and have a few people helping out, maybe even like have co-illustrators that would mm. bring the brand together. And then other times I'm like, hey, you know, I could scale back from having shipping merchandise and working on being like solely focusing on illustrations and being hired to do illustrations for other people. And then sometimes I would tell my husband, let's just pack up everything and move to Costa Rica and take care of orphaned baby sloths because that sounds very ideal. I, I mean, the short answer is I have no idea and that there are so many opportunities to go in whatever direction we want to be in. So you're just letting it happen organically. Yeah, like I mean, I, w- I would ends. like to have some kind of, at least a, a vague focus, but yeah, it, cool. it would be cool to see where it goes. Excellent, Brooke, what about you? I know um, you said that you're getting ready to move out of Gainesville. Yes. So we've lived here for 14 years. My husband and I both went to the University of Florida, go Gators. Um, so this is a big transition for our family. Um, I'm terrified, but I actually am trying to um, be positive and trust God, and I feel now not that I'm a little psycho, but I went through my customer list when I should have been sleeping and I already have some great customers where I'm moving. Um, so I think it will be a good chance to um, expand my audience and continue to grow. Ultimately, I would love to, my dad talks about it all the time, um, having a warehouse, being able to drop ship, all of those things um, just take time and I think we're on the right step. Right now I'm getting more into um, jewelry and hats for the beach and stuff like that. So being able to offer full outfits, like what I'm wearing today, I'll do a post later, but I sell the um, earrings, pants, and shirt. So um, busy people would like a one-stop shop. Here's an outfit. It's good to go. And then um, continue to offer that immediate um, connection care. No matter how big I get, I still want to remember that I am a people person. I want um, to serve the people before I sell them and let them know um, our ultimate goal is to help them. No matter if I'm selling $100,000 a month, that would be great. You all keep <laughs> shopping, please. So every month, sometimes my goals are out of, like, not out of reach. They are all reachable, but yeah, drops, unattainable drop shipping with what's is a going great on. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually what takes so much time is yeah. packaging shipping. it yeah. and shipping it and printing the label and yeah. weighing it and writing the note and that doesn't take a lot of mental capacity. So I need to free up my time on that so I can actually um, grow elsewhere. So I know that you were saying that you're not necessarily like super pumped about leaving Gainesville because you love it so much. I do, I love it. I thought I was gonna have grandbabies here. (laughs) What's been your favorite thing about Gainesville? Oh, there's so many things. Um, I think it changes with the seasons of your life. I loved college here. Um, My husband played for both national championship teams for UF on football. So it was definitely fun going to all of the Gator games and then being able to share those traditions in this season with my children. We recently went to um, a former player barbecue and for my kids to get to meet Spurrier and hang out with Dan Mullen, who was my husband's coach. Those things are um, 
great being able to just get up on a Sunday after church and go to a baseball game um, because my son's playing t-ball. Those are the things um, at this stage in my life I'll miss. I'll miss, I'm going to cry. I'll miss my tribe of friends, my doctor. We've been so blessed with great doctors, health care. I love my you should talk to Meadowbrook. You like manatees? My son's elementary school, their mascot is a manatee. Oh, you could probably go paint perfect. on their walls. I used to work there. I'll hook you up. Um, <laughs> I just think once you've been somewhere so long and everybody is so nice, um, I don't know. It's There's not one thing I'm going, I'm going to miss my church. I love my church. I've been going there since college. My doctors, um, I literally texted my pediatrician, and when I told her, she was like, well, I'm not going to change my phone number because you're leaving. I'm like, I know, I know. And she's like, well, think of all the great things Orlando is going to have. Um, We recently went to Public in General and ate, and they had a kid's area. My kids got to play. We love satchels. Um, My kids love going to Payne's Prairie. If y'all don't know all these places, you should look them up. Um, I love Payne's Prairie. Depot Park, um, the splash pad in Alachua. This is for this season in my life. Um, Parks. What else am I going to miss? Everything. The museum. I haven't even gone to the Cade Museum. I have a bucket list of everything I need to do before I leave. And Kyle's like, we're not moving to Kansas. I'm literally moving like an hour and a half away. <laughs> and but, contrary to popular belief, you can raise a family in Gainesville. Yeah, no, I love it. Amazing. I loved it. I think, and that's what I joke with some of my sitters about. They're like, where do you live? We live in Jonesville. They think it's like a different country. I'm like, no, just keep driving down Newberry Road. Um, and it is completely different. College life is completely different different than raising a family, but you meet this community of people. The outdoors are great. The um, charity events that we go to, the festivals, um, there's always something to do, especially if you like being outdoors. Um, the new movie theater, I haven't gone there. I'm just oh, adding yeah, I up. I really want to try that. Yeah. All those great, <laughs> um, the Thai rolled ice cream. I mean, Oh, that's really good. Yeah, both yeah, places. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think you just proved my, my, the perception. I mean, you should love Gainesville. I picked up some stuff. Ty and I are always talking about oh, my how goodness, like, Gainesville I, has this, you know, this perception of being a place where you go for college. And, right, and, and you just like named everything that is a reason. As I mean, Fun for Gator Kit. I mean, yeah, there's I mean, always so much. something to do for family sports. We live right down the street from Jones. Park. It's my son's favorite. We've had his birthday party two years there. He plays t-ball there. We have a great music class that we go to. My son does Suzuki piano. So that's what I'm scared of. Finding a piano teacher, finding a pediatrician, finding a dentist, finding an eye doctor. Um, I know they have great health care in Orlando and I support my husband 100% because he is the rock of our family. But it will be a huge transition for me. But I will miss Gainesville and I'm coming back every home football game. (laughs) <laughs> awesome. And Natal, what about you? What's your favorite part about Gainesville, Florida? Oh, well, for for us, moving here from New Zealand was the wildlife because you don't have squirrels or snakes in New Zealand. Wow. There are no snakes in New I Zealand. I don't like snakes. <laughs> um, and we, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we, we brought our cat over because we're crazy animal people and she saw her first squirrel and I think she freaked out because she had no idea what that was. Um, but I mean, the, like Brooke mentioned, the, the great thing about Gainesville is the amount of nature that is around. Like you can just drive a short distance and be in this amazing swampland. Or, you know, like 
an alligator will just casually hang out by the tiny river that runs through campus. Like little little things like that that well, I would have taken. The biggest yeah. alligator I've ever seen was on UF's campus. I'm not even oh my kidding. God. The head of this thing was in like one of the little uh, my friend drainage. proposed there and it like ruined the proposal. <laughs> oh, that's part that's like christening your proposal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she still said yes, but it was a great story. Yeah, and it's just like things that I would have taken for granted, you know, years ago. That now I'm just like, wow, this is so amazing. And any any chance that we get, like, we want to discover all these new places. Like, some somebody told me about this. This place called Cedar Cedar Lake. Woods oh yes, and I've been yeah, there. It's like so this old fun. quarry. You right? have to take a you have to take a picnic basket. My husband yes. took me for my anniversary. I, yeah, I really. So we're gonna the go Devil's there Dead. later. It's down in yeah. Williston. Yeah. yeah, I really want to go there and check it out because it's just cool that there was this old quarry that just got repurposed back into. And you know, like nature can take over again. Yeah. Um, I am also sad to say that I may be moving away from Gainesville <laughs> next year. Um, it depends on what's happening with again the husband's job. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I think that's that's part of life. I mean, yeah. you're married to somebody, job changes, that kind of thing. Yeah. Sometimes things are beyond our control, but yeah. uh, we're we're definitely doing everything we can to highlight what makes this place so special, and you guys are definitely a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just super thankful that you guys came on this morning. And uh, do you have any? Last things, we, we gotta start wrapping it up. I don't know if everybody can hear, but there's a boxing gym literally right next door. It's <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely one of the things that I love about Gainesville is like we can be doing a podcast in one room while people are getting their sweat on and <laughs> boxing on in the next in the next room with thumping music. Um, there's no reason to be out of, I am out of shape, but in Gainesville there are a lot of great Yes, there are. <laughs> Why don't you guys just tell us where we can follow you and yeah. find and find your stuff, Natal? Oh, uh, yeah, you can mostly find me on Instagram uh, at Natal Draw Stuff, uh, N-A-T-E-L-L-E Draw Stuff. Uh, My website is nataldrawstuff.com. We have an Instagram, but she's going to fix it up for me. (laughs) Check back, and I don't know how fast she works. Check back tonight. I'm just kidding. Um, I would first go to um, Facebook, and you can search for the group. Just search Addison McKenzie Boutique. Then we also have a Facebook page, and then the website is www.addisonmckenzie.com. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for being here. This was incredible. I really, really enjoyed our time together. And Gainesville, everybody who's watching, you need to share this. Ty and I are gonna highlight everything that makes Gainesville so incredible. And these two are definitely a part of that. And um, thanks again. Thank Thank you you for having us. See y'all later. Bye.